my opposer when I want freedom. You my opposer when I want justice. You my opposer when I want equality. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America. You said you're going to do what? Buy some who? Tell the audience you're going to do what? What y'all know about them, Some Jabot jeans. Jabot and Dickies. Jabot. So wait, hold on. Wait, so we bring it. <laughs> so we're bringing back. We bring it. Wait, we bring it back. Jabos and what else? Dickies. 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 You want to bring back Fubu too? Why not? For us, Ah, this is the rundown. Welcome back, gentlemen. It's good to see you all here. As if I didn't see you all last night. We had a good time. I was spitting my little flow. I recall, yeah. <laughs> what? Bro, what are you talking about? Uh, that's what you're calling it now. What's that? Oh, you said you did an encore? No, we, listen, we don't go there. <laughs> or the cause of any of that. But uh, got a lot to talk about, a lot to dissect. You know, CMU hoops and, you know, both teams, they've been on a pretty good run as of late since the last time, you know, we all met and discussed them. Also, we'll have Michigan, Michigan State. We'll be previewing that game. Michigan State was able to take care of business the first time around, 77 to 70. But we're going to talk about what can U of M do to win the second matchup. Got college basketball outside of U of M and Michigan State also. We got a little bit of NFL free agency. All we got right. some NBA action to talk about. So, first things first, gentlemen, women's basketball team for CMU. They've been on a roll as of late. They've won five in a row. Have you seen that? I honestly don't even know why we're talking about this. Oh, <laughs> why you say that? Oh, <laughs> man, they do this every year. They're a good team. Of course, they're going to go on like, these streaks where they're unstoppable. So, um, next subject. Next subject. <laughs> nah, I just seen a tweet though that they tweeted out like just like nine years in a row with like over twenty wins. Twenty wins. Or uh, eight, eight out of the last nine or something like something like that. We spoiled over here. Uh -huh. Shout did. out to uh, Rainer though. I think like two games ago she had like thirty nine. Forty piece. Yeah. I mean, against Bowling Green, I think. Yeah, that's a bucket. Yeah, Rainer Frost. And uh, can you put some uh, some bucket sound effects? Presley, <laughs> Presley Hudson, she's also you know she you know she's also played well uh, as of late too. But one of the things that I believe has been oh, one of the downsides, or, or could potentially be a downside moving forward, is the amount of minutes, the amount of minutes. that they both play. They both play. All right, now um, you ought to be smart, <laughs> bro. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. What do you mean? Now next year it'll be broke because they'll be they'll both be gone, <laughs> so we'll have to fix it. But for now, ride on, shoot on, <laughs> keep on fire playing, up. fire up forever, baby. Oh, you're on fire today. <laughs> you feeling yourself today? I'm I mean, just saying, man. Like those are just our veteran leaders, and like you know, like if you got something good, you know, you gonna keep them in the game. I'm not gonna make no analogies today. I'm just going to leave it at that because I had one, but I knew you was going to say No, I mean, feel free. Feel free. Give the audience your daily, you know. It's like Kobe, man. Who? If Kobe out there and he playing majority of minutes and y'all winning, you going to take him out like, oh, we playing him too much? No. It was the same thing with Mike. You know, like these, like, if they win it and they playing it, the amount of minutes they playing, don't decrease, don't increase, keep it where it's at. 
So you, you can increase because honestly, I think they played the whole game, but that's besides the point. They winning, so whatever. Amen. Good night. So that's how you God feel. Bless. You don't think that God uh, bless. you don't think it, it could like Kiss the baby. The fatigue. You don't think fatigue could play a role? Oh, low management. They got thirty games in the regular season, right? Yeah. And then they got you got, Matt, you got the Mac tournament, Matt and they got to go through the Mac tournament to make to you know the NCAA tournament, the big dance. So I honestly think that they work hard enough in the off season and throughout the season, like conditioning wise, mm-hmm. that you know, like well, if the season was any longer than what it could possibly even with the tournament, then you know, like it'll, it'll, you'll see, you'll start to see those players starting to get hurt. But you know, right now with a shorter season and what they what they be playing at the next level, and they're good for right now. You know, like, cause I mean, let's think about it this way. Like, you know, like they go on to the level. whole game last game. Okay, but they go and play like ne- next year. You know, they probably won't play a whole game. Play a couple minutes. You know, whatever. And, so like, and then like Presley, she struggled. She was five of eighteen, and she was two of ten, and she played every. So she played every minute of the game, mm-hmm. and she struggled. How does Steph Curry get out of a shooting slump? Just keep shooting. She shoot. Like, I mean, like, what you gonna tell her? You gonna tell her to just, to, to, to like, I mean, if you shooting bad, I mean, she ain't gonna never shoot good until she shoot again. But luckily, oh, you got a point. You they, gotta, they you literally got a point. did play every minute, though. Yeah, like all 40 minutes. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> I mean, cause just think Hey, listen, she's still pulling double-double. Listen, because, hey. I'm listening. <laughs> well, she still got 18 points, I would, though. I would, just personally, I would like to play every minute of the game. Oh, yeah. If I could, like, if the coach was going to let me, like. Let, him, let me play. She me sure still got 18 shots. I only hit five of them, but, you know, that tell me. No, nah, that's dope, though. Next that game, like she high on. school, like, AU type stuff right there, though. You like, we going to sell everybody out but yeah. these two. I this is Shaq and Kobe right here. Keep really, them in. Really, it's them two and Michaela because they really only, she really only rotating, uh, Kyra Boso and uh, Gabriel Bird and then Oh yeah, feel, feel free. She in the uh, she in the start. She starting oh, lineup. Oh, she do. She do. Okay. Who's in the starting lineup? Uh, Maddie Warner. Yeah, she's in the starting lineup. She's the one that's really doing most of the facilitating. Yeah, it's really them two because uh, Michaela was name? Michaela Kelly, called her twin. She their best defender. She always the on ball defender on the best player. You feel me? So yeah, she's always in there. Right. She had three steals. And she also she had three steals in the contest too. Sixteen points, three steals in their last contest. So yeah, absolutely. And but like I will give her credit, uh, Presley Hudson. She had six assists, and she was also able to get three steals in the game too. So I mean, defensive side of the ball, she you know she's putting in work, and that she's at least you know getting others involved. By having six assists, but yeah, she struggled offensively, and she played every minute. And I think for me, it's an experience thing too for others. Uh, what do you What do you say to that? As far as like with the freshmen and other people who aren't playing, yeah, uh, I don't think she's looking into that. I think I think, and just looking at this, and if you look at the minutes, so Raina Frost and Presley Hudson are our two seniors about to leave, right? Yes, forty minutes a game, they're not coming out. Michaela, Michaela Kelly, and then you got Maddie Waters play 34 and 37 minutes, almost the, almost the same thing. So that's just going to show you that next year, then you'll be we'll be having the same discussion, and like we might might not maybe not on the podcast, maybe so, but you will be like they're playing 40 minutes, and then we'll probably be looking at Kyra Bustle and Gabby Bird playing 34 and 37. It'll be something like that, you know. I think she's that's just the system she runs where she wants to have that senior leadership out there all the time. So it don't matter who's in there. Like, does it hurt those players like Anika Weeks and, and Gabby Bird and Kyra Bustle? Yeah, because they won't be ready down down the stretch. 
Yeah, I mean, that, that's my thing. And then, like, foul, like let's say foul trouble. But that's why you have those seniors in place who get them under control. That's why you have Raina Frost and Prezi Hudson. And then that's why you have Michaela Kelly and Maddie Waters to calm them down. Like, you know, we got this. Okay. And even in past games, past years, like, even when those times that came up, when, like, a Tenora went down or something like that, they always had somebody behind them to uh, step up. So, like, even though they don't have no experience, like – Coach Sue knows what she doing. She coaching them up. She ain't, she, ain't, she ain't practice putting them in those situations and all that stuff. So she knows what she doing with them. I okay. If they had to step up, they will. They'll be able to. Okay, so how? Okay, so you guys don't think it'll be a problem down the stretch as they head into the um, the MAC tournament that's going to be coming up pretty soon. You guys don't think it'll it'll affect them in the long run? I mean, the way they was conditioning uh, preseason and stuff, I kind of had an inside look because I was – uh, coaching at the time. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they were they was definitely getting condition. <laughs> it was definitely getting condition. I so just, I mean, it, it really, really at this point is just coming, wearing tear. Honestly, yeah, coming out they, they ready for they it. Ready. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. I just can't hit no. Uh, they just can't be going two hundred miles an hour and hit a little stone on the road. You feel me? Yeah, and I think. You know, I don't want to be the one to be the Debbie Downer, but I don't. I just don't want them to get gassed. I just don't want them to get gassed down the stretch. And I just don't want fatigue to be, you know, a reason why, you know, they didn't perform the way that, you know, we've seen over the course of the season that they possibly can, you know. And, you know, they've won five straight. You know, they, they said 12-3 and three in conference play, 21-6 and six overall. And what's really been impressive is the road record. You know, they're 12-1. and one, on the road, so they've been able to take care of business, you know, when they're not here in Mount Pleasant. What would you like me to say to that, Zach? <laughs> I, I don't get it here. I mean, hey, it's a senior-led team. I mean, eight and four at home, twelve and one away. Like it just shows how strong they are. You know, like stronger away from home, which like usually teams do struggle. So that is surprising, but. I mean, I wouldn't expect anything less from a team like this. Now, on the other side, on the flip side of things, you got the men's team who's, you know, they've played pretty well as of late. They've won four in a row, but they haven't been able to win successfully on the road as of late as they are 6-5 and five currently on the road versus a 12-2 and two home team. They need us. They need the fans. They need they us, need, they yeah. Need the group. <laughs> they need the group, the rundown. No, they, they do. <laughs> they, they, they just play better at home, and that's I think that comes from having, like, um, that younger core guys. You know, it's, they're, they're comfortable at home, you know, so it's like okay. it's always easier to play in front of the home crowd, you know, and you got welcoming fans and welcoming faces, you know, cheering you on, even when you're doing bad. But, you know, like when you're away from home, you know, let's say they're at Eastern and they miss a day air ball at three. We not go, they not clapping that up at Eastern. They, ooh, <laughs> you know, all that. So it's like, it's just easier to play at home. So I can see that with that type of team. You know, as for the women's team, it's like older team, you know, Coach G is just like, get the ball up and we're going to continue to roll. And they just got that culture that's like stronger than what that team has. Because, like, it's like, aside from the men's team, the men's team has got more of that, you know, they always get a transfer in. Somebody who's not who hasn't been built up in that culture or in the program yet, yeah, like a freshman, right? Okay. While Coach G on her side, all those players are homegrown, built up, you know. Yeah, absolutely. And then one thing I want to point out is that you know CMU they lost four straight on the road before actually winning two road games in a row, and so that's a testimony to them to the fact that you know they've struggled, you know, as of late from the last time we all met. And they were in a big slump, like a major slump, both home and on the um, on the road. And then they come in and they take care of business as, as of late, winning two games straight uh, outside of Mount Pleasant. Your reaction to that? 
Mr. Malik. You said two road games. Yes, sir. I'm pleasant that they won. Yeah. What's your reaction to Muncie, that? One in Muncie and one in Ypsilanti. Yep. Well, <laughs> one in the hood. Nah, but that's real good for them, especially going down the stretch. Or, nah, they got, or yeah, they got to go to Kalamazoo too. So that's going to be interesting. Yeah, they got to close out Ooh. the final game of the season as a rivalry game, Ooh. Central versus Western. And then they got two tough home games. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, they got, see, got senior day tomorrow. Ooh. Got Woo! senior day. So how, how how important that game, how important will that game be to the Ooh. transfers? The guys that transfer, you know, they finally, you know, they settled in and got a got a nice home, you know, at, at CMU. Well, you know, men's basketball no team. tomorrow because everybody gonna be gone for spring break. <laughs> so I feel bad for him. Oh, I'm gonna feel bad for him. But... Yeah. I even planned on being here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be in other places though. But I mean, it'll be nice, you know, to finally get that senior day. You know, yeah, sure. didn't know where where that was gonna come from. You know, not necessarily when, just where, because you know, different schools. But as far as like with both teams finishing up. You know the max schedule. I think that as far as they go, um, ends with this season. So like this regular season, if, if I think if Central, if both teams win these last three games, then it'll set them up to go into the max strong. But if they lose, then you know they're gonna be down, especially the men's side. You know, younger team. You know, more emotional. So like going in, they might be you know a little shaking if they lose their last game. Yeah, uh, there's a lot of juniors on the on the ball team, on the men's basketball team for CMU. Uh, but Larry Austin, senior day tomorrow. Also, you got Sean Roundtree, senior day. And then you got uh, Mikhail Miles, senior day. Mm, and, uh, Ginobili. <laughs> and then that's it for the for the seniors. And so pretty important game for the back starting backcourt for CMU. What do you guys think will happen for the men's basketball team with that senior leadership on senior day. Oh, they're winning. That's it. That's all. They're winning. All how, right. How are they gonna win? Larry. Get the ball, Larry. <laughs> Get a ball to who? Larry. Larry. <laughs> dribble, dribble, drive, spin to the cup, lay up. Larry. <laughs> what about what about Sean? What does Sean have to do? Larry. <laughs> no, 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 no. What? Um, I honestly think Bro, if Larry drives strong and all. Uh, and Sean does what he does on the perimeter, you know, and like pull up and all that, you know, I think they'll be good. You mean like uh, shooting outside? Yeah, yeah. Shooting from outside? Yeah, which he can drive too, but, you know, like his his um, pull up game is good too, you know, so it's like Larry can drive, but he can't really shoot. So you combine them two, boy, they something special. <laughs> and they're at home too. I think uh, Sean got to do a good job at uh, controlling the tempo and all that stuff because, uh, that's that on that ain't Larry job right there. Larry job is just to get buckets. Okay. <laughs> so when Larry ain't getting buckets, he ain't in the game, man, or he having a little a little, a little slump, slump like a little, a little slump, yeah, period. a little, little slump period. That's where Sean need to come in, slow the tempo down, get him into some plays and everything. <laughs> Cause you, cause you, you sound, you sound like, like, like Larry can get a little antsy and get a little out of control at oh, times. Yeah, a little out of control sometimes. Road runner. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he can blow his top sometimes. Want to, want to. As many you devil, but you know, you don't need that airy, airy play. Spin machine. What are you expecting from uh, Dallas Jordan, <laughs> Mister, <laughs> Mister oh, Alex? Hold on, let me see. Yeah, yeah. You got to let that mug ride. Get some shots up early. You know what I'm saying? Get in the rhythm. You know what I'm saying? Let's get going. And you know they play Toledo. 
And you know, that's a pretty familiar opponent. Shout out to the mud. Uh oh. All right, come on. Oh, well, nah, <laughs> where do you go to Glad school? Glass You got on the whole central hoodie. No, I'm kidding, man. I'm kidding. I'm just talking stuff. All right. Shout out to the mud. He's from Yipsy. <laughs> <laughs> you saying Yipsy or Ipsy? Yipsy planty. Hey, what you say? Yipsy planty. I'll be in Yipsy planty. What? Oh yeah. So they lost that. They lost the last contest to Toledo by a pretty large margin, 20 points. So we hope that on Senior Day they can get it really going on the offensive side of the ball here at the crib. So we gotta continue to move forward. Bizak. Drum roll. <laughs> College Hoops. Michigan. Michigan State. Round two. Round two. Uh, round one was in favor of Michigan State. 77 to 70. Ooh, that was a long little deep breath. You got something you want to get off your chest, Mr. Marr? Did he really? That's more important. He did. Paul Gasol just got a buyout. From the Spurs. eligible for his next team, whatever team that may be. He might be going back to La La Land so he can retire, you know what I'm saying, the Lakers. Ooh-wee, let's get into that. We'll dissect that, too, as well. I like that. He's going to buy buy out from the Spurs. I mean, they're kind of in a playoff hunt, but, I mean. they fighting with the U.S. Yeah, but they're not even using him. They Might as well go to L.A. Yeah. Go to where you started at. Got your ring at. Well, got his rings at, yeah. So, yeah. It matter that. Michigan, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan, Michigan State. Here we go. Yeah, I got you, bro. So I was happened? listening. Yeah, what so what happened? happened? Man, we weren't. Okay. Here we go. Uh, we. Okay, 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 okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. No, um, Michigan just wasn't um, made too many mistakes um, early on. Like, turned the ball over a lot and shot himself in the foot. Um, other than that, I think that we can look for people like Xavier Simpson to be more aggressive. Cause like, as, like we were all watching the game and we got upset cause it was like, he would go and score a bucket, but he would take so long to do it. It's like, you know, you could have been did that, been scored two points, three points, whatever, you know, you're gonna do, just do it. You know, it's almost like they just wait, you know, and it's like, sometimes they're too patient, you know, and they need to be more aggressive. And Michigan State was just a more aggressive team, more physical and really punches in our mouth. And Cashin was just showed us why he is being looked at for Big Ten Player of the Year. So. Ooh wee and see, I listened to some commentators. I think it was from the Big Ten Network. It may it had to be from the, either Big Ten Network or it was on a uh, Fox Sports where they play, where they show the uh, the Big Ten games. And I heard that uh, Xavier Simpson was the best was the best player in the Big Ten. Mm. So I'm like, oh no, he's the best point guard in the Big Ten. I think he has and the so, potential to be. So I'm like, if he's the best player, and he's the best point guard in the Big Ten, who's the best player in the Big Ten? Because if it's not Cassius Winston being the best player in the Big Ten, then how is Xavier Simpson the best point guard in the, in, you know, saying in the Big Ten? Mm -hmm. I don't know. Bias, bias opinions there. Questions. I'm gonna say is they both played 40 minutes that night. And one got the best of the other. <laughs> True. What'd you like from Cassius, Malik? What'd you like from Cassius in the in the contest? 
Uh, he was doing what he usually do. He was uh, he wasn't straying away from the uh, usuals. He was uh, driving, getting to the hole, throwing up the little floater he liked to do, getting everybody else involved. But also, he played a good part on uh, the defense, and that's what makes it important for him because he can play both sides of the ball and be a leader on both sides of the ball. And that's how he motivates his team. Okay, absolutely. Uh, what what'd you see that you may or may not like from uh, the contest, Alex, between Michigan and Michigan State the first time around? Well, Michigan didn't have any assists. The ball was sticking too much, you know what I'm saying, so they couldn't get into their offensive flow. But that's credit to defense. You know what I'm saying? The Spartans, they extended the pressure all the way out. So it was kind of hard for Michigan to get into their sets, you know what I'm saying, and shoot good shots. They got it to settling for long jump shots. And we seen how that turned out. Yeah, but sometimes, you know, we we can actually get something out of that. You know, you can get, actually get something out of shooting threes from yeah. uh, U of M. So um, you think it'll be a, you think it'll be a difference, you know, being on the road and having that chip on their shoulder, meaning like you know they just came off a loss from that rivalry opponent. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, so they gonna try to. I don't know. They just gotta improve, I guess. Just play. You know what I'm saying, don't get too stagnant like towards the end of the game, and don't let. Michigan State punch him in the mouth like Cash is real good. They're going to have to come up with a, a different game plan because the one they used didn't work. Like, yeah, you, you, know, you got to take one away. You can't just let him, like, <laughs> Be, do both. Yeah. yeah like, you saying assists, bro. Good. He had eight assists. Michigan only had six total. Six, six total. total. And then our, the, our boy just was nowhere to be found that game. <laughs> um, Matthews, bro, like. Yeah, he, I guess one for eight, and then he turned his ankle, sprained his ankle. Oh well, we should just say him because long. I mean that one. Yeah, he did play twenty eight minutes. He played twenty eight minutes in the contest and got one bucket. Uh, you know, two free throws. That's what's up. But you know, whatever. Credit to Xavier Simpson. He played. He did play aggressive in terms of scoring. He had fifteen shots. He was seven fifteen. He had nineteen points. He had five. He had five boards. Yeah, but I just think it was a bad game for everybody shooting wise. I mean, because we said like whoever started making threes first, we thought was gonna win or whatever. And it was just like nobody. Everybody who shot them just they, they was just coming out. Yeah, both teams did struggle shooting the, shooting the ball from the outside. Uh, Michigan State was five of twenty. You know, twenty five percent and then uh U of M was seven of twenty six, so a little bit under uh, a little bit under twenty seven percent. So but you gotta give credit, you know, from the free throw line, both teams were, I think, aggressive in this contest. Uh Michigan State going twenty four of thirty, eighty percent from the free throw line, and then U of M, you know, seventeen of twenty, eighty five percent from the free throw line. This is the one time I'm gonna talk my trash about U of M. About U of M <laughs> basketball. So you know I don't dare open up my mouth. Or not like that, because they actually play good basketball. But that was their game to win for sure. Like y'all at the crib, they two super, they two stars, uh, Ward and Langford out are down. Yes, like so y'all know who gonna have the ball the whole game. Y'all know who gonna play who, but who the ball gonna run through? Absolutely. And y'all play the physical defense and all that. Like yeah, it was it was made for, it was made for them. Like that game was made for them, and they were supposed to win that game. So to set the tempo for the next game, like now we come to y'all crib and we finna stomp y'all out now. But now it's like Michigan State. Like nah, like we already beat y'all. Like now y'all gotta come see us. Mm-hmm. Now but y'all on that, our territory. But do you think? And any one of you can answer this question. Do you think State gets complacent with the win on the road? Mm-hmm. I don't think they could complacent, but I think Michigan comes back and plays better. 
So I, 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 I expect a better game from both teams next uh next outing. So like they both shot pretty pretty bad this game. They both it was pretty it well, was both a pretty bad game State for both was teams. Fi- well, State shot fifty percent overall. They just struggled oh, yeah. from the three point line. Yeah, I so know, I just I, think both game. I just think uh I don't think Michigan State's gonna play better. I just think are they gonna outdo them as much if they do win? Uh-huh. But Michigan, I think Michigan is gonna play a better, more physical game next game next time they meet. Yeah, something to say, Jamar. Yeah, I just think. That aside from the three state played as good as they gonna play, you know you like not like not that they just can't play perfect from the field, but like yeah. we how many points did we get out of um out of Cassius? Twenty seven. Twenty yeah, twenty seven points, man. Like that's a lot of points out of him. And not saying he can't do it again, but if you look on our side, like Matthews um, barely scored four points. You know, and we I mean like everybody else scored, but like you know we got a main key player who wasn't even there. Like really, you know. So if he scores, you know what? What does he average? Like at least. But no, nope. I'm, I'm taking that it. That was their game. That was the game that we were still supposed to do. Exactly because no Nick Ward. Is Nick Ward coming back this game? No Langford. No, they'll be out. They'll yeah, be so they still contest. out. I mean, like you know, like I agree. Like they, they, they should have smacked them at home, but. Yeah, I was kind of worried about Michigan State coming into the game because you know they they were you know they they had a ton of injuries, had a ton of injuries. So I was Uh, definitely had a little concern. I look I look at Michigan State as is like Saginaw High. Like I'm I'm always concerned because they are like even if either either you're worried because they coming in as the king of the hill, or you worried because they that wolf who wounded and you never walk up to a wounded wolf because they gonna kill you like <laughs> you know like you no matter what you gotta look at them because like you know like Michigan State just got it like you like we talked about it the one day you know like what what, what did A say like he stole everything from Saginaw basketball you know like it's insane, you know like whatever bro like Michigan State play hungry and like, like that's the thing I think Michigan, Michigan gets too complacent all the time you know and it's like we need we needed that smack in the mouth to get us to, you know to wake up. So then here we okay. come on the Pakistan front, Milwaukee Bucks. So they just get they just get loaded. The Bucks get the Bucks and the Sixers, bro. Who they think they is? Wow. The Bucks is a bunch of Wizard Kelly. Everybody talk. Oh man. So yeah, Michigan, Michigan State. It's gonna be very, very very good to see and very good to watch uh, the last 10 the last 10 matches been in uh, Michigan State's favor uh, 6 to 4 but the last 4 games Michigan has won the last 3 so who wins and why who wins and why anybody can answer yes I was uh, okay you can start off I don't answer my own question just yet why not <laughs> Break the rules, sometimes man. You said say um, that again. Say sometimes that's healthy to answer your own. <laughs> I'm gonna go with Michigan. Uh, I, I'm I'm biased. I am a Michigan fan. Um, I just have more faith in them. Um, I I think Matthews will step up this game. And I don't think he'll lie on his back and be he'll accept what he did last game. So I'm looking for him to have a big game. I'm looking for Xavier. I'm looking for Xavier to be more. Um, more aggressive, you know, like and not just wait until the last second to score those buckets. 
You know, that's what looking for us to be more controlled and not turn the ball over so much and get the ball movement and not be so stagnant. So. I mean, only had nine turnovers in the contest, but but uh, they but, didn't uh, force. But they didn't but, force but a lot those of came early on, right? Right? Yeah, it was like okay. seven before the first before the second half. So okay. it was like yeah, the second half was good, but it was just too little, too late. I mean, okay. you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And you know, they they didn't force a lot of turnovers too. So if they can get the ball out of of Cassius Winston's hands, I think that'll put Michigan in a, in a good favor to be in this contest because again. Star of the show and star of the game was Cassius Winston with 27 points and eight assists. So, I mean, not only did he score the ball well, he was able to be able to distribute the ball and keep everybody involved too as well to control the tempo of the game. He essentially controlled the entire tempo of the game, I believe. And I think that if U of M can do a good job on doing that and getting the ball, just getting the ball out of Cassius' hands, I think puts them in a good position to win this game because on the talent aspect I think Michigan is does have the more talent right now the way uh both teams are constructed with Michigan State being uh unhealthy. Yeah, it's just Cash Winston to to me I don't believe that Xavier comment. I think Cash Winston is the best point guard. I think he is the best player in Big Ten. Yeah absolutely to be able to take control of the game like that. Like you see Michigan State come back to court, he has them calm and ready to go. So if if Michigan State was to win this game, I think then you hear. I think you have to hear the argument that he's the like. You have to throw away the argument that he's not the best point guard, let alone the best player in the Big Ten. Okay, so Alex, why does U of M, the team you roll with, why do they win against Michigan State? Uh, they probably they probably won't go whatever for 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 a lot, a little far <laughs> a lot from three. So they probably won't do that again. So you know what I'm saying? They make. What, three three-pointers, you know what I'm saying? Or, you know what I'm saying, two more threes, three more threes. You know what I'm saying? You got a different outcome. So I don't think they're going to miss that many shots. Hopefully, you know what I'm saying, that way they'll be able to win. But I think, you know what I'm saying, we're going to see a lot of the same basketball, like basically the same game plans. Because, like uh, Mark said, if it ain't, you know what I'm saying, broke, don't fix it. It really ain't broke. You know what I'm saying? It really wasn't like, they wasn't terrible. Like you said, Charles Matthews really didn't contribute. So it was like, for them to keep it close that way, even though Michigan State is down two starters, they just play exceptionally well. Uh, Cassius, you know what I'm saying, did his thing. They just gonna have to slow him down and get a dub. Really, that's what it come down to. And then the player of the year is in the bag. They might as well just wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know why. Right. I don't even know why they even uh, even commented like that and even said anything like that. When the clear cut favorite for me has been Cassius Winston. Don't you agree, Mr. Malik? <laughs> Cassius Winston has been player of the year in Big Ten play. Yeah, he's been dope. He's been dope. He's been dope. He's been dope. Leading Michigan State to a, a number six ranking right now. Potentially, uh, I would say a number two or three seed in the uh, tournament. Okay, okay. And so, now that you mentioned that, let's talk a little bit about that. Uh, we hope Michigan State and uh, U of M. You hope that contest is yeah, amazing. We hope we, we hope it's box office, right, boys? Right, fellas? Almost done. <laughs> you hope that uh, contest is definitely uh, exciting, which it probably will be more than likely because the last contest was pretty good, you know. And then it'll be at it'll be at East Lansing, and both teams will be hungry. But again. Those seedings in NCAA that is approaching NCAA tournament, the best tournament or playoff, if you will, I think in all sports, uh, March Madness is, you know, it gets everybody riled up. Get your brackets out. 
um, the brackets, you know, that everybody wants to put money in or things like that at work or any or, you know, those sort of those sort of things. And so, you know, bracketology, everyone becomes, you know, a super expert on college basketball, whether it's uh, going going based off mascots or color of jerseys or regions. But for us, we just want to dissect, you know, who's been good as of late in college basketball and who do you guys see as the number one seeds, the four number one seeds for NCAA for the NCAA tournament? Who do you guys think will be the four number one seeds? Uh, it'll probably be Gonzaga. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Duke. The Dukies. Okay. Unfortunately, Unfortunately. Dukies. Um Hold on, where I see what I said, the Zags. Yep. yep. Michigan State can find a way to get a win. Uh, if they get a win when they, when they play against Sunday. Or, I mean, next. Mm-hmm. Are they play this Sunday or next? They play this, yeah, play this weekend. This weekend. Okay, so Michigan State can get a, another big dub over um over Michigan State. And, like, uh, what's it called? Win the Big Ten. All right. They might be in line for a one seed. And then, I don't know, it's kind of a toss-up between Tennessee and uh North Carolina. Yeah. Okay. So, so Houston is twenty-seven. So you say. So you're saying yeah, Gonzaga. Ain't nobody though. Michigan. Yeah. Michigan State is like on the fence yeah, for you. Yeah. If Michigan State gets a win on Sunday, you know what I'm saying with the complete the sweep of, on, on Michigan, I believe they should be a number one. Okay. And then, I don't. Believe, I don't believe in Virginia, but I guess the record tells otherwise. Man, the record tells otherwise last year too. So. So okay. So you got the Zags for sure. Zags. Duke, Dukies for sure. That's two. You know what I'm saying? Probably already. Just locked. You know what I'm okay. In the, the bracketology's mind. Yeah, Duke gonna get it off the name. I don't think they should have it, but they gonna get it off the name. And then okay, I think they'll get it back because I think they expect the Zion to come back and play. If not so. MSU, you can sub Kentucky in that spot. Okay. And then I know I flipped it a whole bunch of times, but and then Virginia. Okay, so yeah, so so y'all Gonzaga, Virginia. Michigan, yeah, Duke. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, Michigan State or uh, Kentucky as the four, as the fourth number one seed. Okay, now you were saying you think uh, Duke shouldn't get a number one seed. Why do you feel that way, Malik? Just cause I don't think they're a complete team. Like, I feel like they're gonna be one of those teams that come into the uh, if they do get that number one uh, seed, they're gonna be like a Virginia was last year, like Kentucky was uh, a couple years ago. Like, they gonna they gonna flip like the first round or two to my in in my opinion, cause they not a complete team with or without Zion. What do you think they're lacking? Uh, honestly, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like watching, but, it, but, they just, so, but, but just watching just, the game, you feel like they're missing something. They missing something. Like, something's like, missing. like yeah, like RJ Barrett is a good shooter, but I don't. But just, he he a great player to me. Okay. But. He on his own agenda out there in my eyes. Like he he strictly NBA bound. That's cool. That's cool. There's no problem with that. Zion, he's just out there trying to make his own mixtape. He NBA bound too. <laughs> and in my eyes, Zion. That's how you gonna put it. That's how I'm gonna put it. Okay. But, but and then Zion, he like um, <laughs> he a great he great he got great athleticism, but he not no player. He not like a Cassius Winston who can like come in and control the tempo and control like how other players move around the court mm-hmm. and things like that. And then Cam Reddish. He sometimes he just be MIA, especially when all three of them are playing together. Like sometimes he just be MIA. He get his buckets for sure, but sometimes he just like he just don't be there. And then like outside of them three, 
No Trey Jones. <laughs> no yeah, Trey Jones. No Trey Jones. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. He's non-existent. He, he, he makes me so mad, bro. Cause he think he is such a good passer, but he he, he, made, he way too late for him. Not all that. I agree with you on certain aspects. I agree with you with the Cam Reddish because I said I said earlier, like a few seconds ago, like they need a better shooter. Cam Reddish is that shooter that they yeah. need. He just like sometimes he's not he he's not aggressive. Think, I just think he's, he doesn't take his own shots. I think it's I think it's a role thing. I think it's a role. I think because he's been more aggressive, you know, obviously without uh without Zion, but I think he like it's different. When he's when Zion's in versus when Zion, when yeah, because he's more he's freed up. It's like it's that effect yeah. of having a better like, player on the so court. Like, so you're getting the, he the number one. Uh, he was the number one recruit. You feel me? Yeah, you know, that. and it's and he playing like he coming back for another year. In my eyes, like he playing like he letting them two just go up and do their thing, and he gonna come back. Yeah, I think. Next year, yeah, I think he like, is on. The, I think he is on the, uh, the first side. I also think he's just gonna go. I think he is gonna. Oh yeah, I think he gonna go, yeah, he gonna want it done for sure. I'm yeah, that's how he's been playing. I feel playing. okay. Yeah, I, I, I get that. But yeah, I I do agree with aspect that he's been more so like on the defer side. I don't. When I say defer, I don't mean like passing. I just been mean like role wise. Yeah, he's no, been no, like no, accepting no. the role that he's been the third option with all of three of them there, but with no Zion, he's been he's been playing a little bit. I believe he's been playing better. And then, um, like, I, once I, I will say I disagree with you on it, like, as far as Zion not being that person to um, control the tempo and control people going around the court because, I, like, un, un, unintentionally or what? whatever, like, bro, what are you talking he does about, it, he does it unintentionally. There we go. So, like, <laughs> I don't know why I can get that out, but, like, because, like, you know, when he's on the court, like, everybody's paying attention, like, okay, where's Zion? Where, whether it's his teammates or the other teams, nobody wants to get dunked on. Nobody wants to be on the, on the highlight. And then he can slow it down because, like, you know, like, without having the ball in his hand, he goes and po- post up and then you throw it to him. So that's him slowing the ball down. Like, he's not catching with it because he's not going to bring up the ball and, and be like, one, That's one, what I'm saying. Know? Like, slowing the, slowing the tempo down as in getting into the offense and things like that. Like, his way of slowing the tempo down is backing out to the corner. Then everybody flare out, take it a couple seconds, and then drive to the rim. That's that's his offense, man. That's the offense they need. That, well, not need. I mean, but that's the offense they relied on this year, which is the reason why Cam Reddish is the way he is. But before he got hurt, yeah, yeah, because you know, like I mean, like I just don't, I just don't see anybody else solely like just, just really like taking apart that team if they're all hitting. But that's anybody's team, though. You know, like. If everybody on Michigan's team is hitting, then you're down stop. If anybody on Kentucky's team hitting, then they're unstoppable. But with that team, like, I just need Reddish and Barrett to be more reliable from three, and I need Reddish to be more aggressive and more like, I'm the number one recruit, so I should have been doing this from the beginning. <laughs> you know, but, you know, he's like, he's just a laid-back hooper sometimes, and I want him to be more like, I'm finna go get 30 tonight instead of Man, RJ and Zion trash, doing bro. it. Them three should be talking so much trash on the court. Like if I was, if I was in that predicament, if I was like top three recruits in, in oh, so he wanna be school, he wanna be like Coach Carter and them when bro, they was winning when they started winning. <laughs> he wanted them to be like Man, them. I'm telling you, bro, cause like, bro, y'all the top three recruits coming out of high school. They said it was in like group chats and stuff like the, like talking about where they wanted to go together or whatnot. Bro, y'all supposed to be out here. 
Talking trash to him. Well, yeah, that's why game. I see you in the league. That's why game planning is game planning, and that's why coaching is coaching, and that's why you gotta coach, coach, coach your boys up to get a victory over a team that's extremely out talented, uh, extreme, extremely talented for sure. So you said, okay, you would, uh, you think Duke, although you disagree, and you, you know, you've explained your case. Who would be the other three teams you would have as number one seeds? Uh, Gonzaga for sure, twenty-eight and two, seventeen and zero at home. Yep. Nineteen win streak. Yep. Um, I might go Virginia, Virginia, Kentucky. They both gone. One of them two gonna get one. Okay. And then, uh, honestly, yeah, like uh, Alex said, Michigan State go out and uh, went out of the uh, Big Ten and then win the championship. Like they for sure could get a number one seed. Okay, so you got you got Michigan State, Duke. Although you, although you don't want to have Duke, <laughs> so you got Michigan, so you got Michigan State, Duke, Gonzaga, and then Virginia or Kentucky. Virginia, Kentucky. So you got Virginia and Kentucky on the on the slash, and then Alex has State and uh, Kentucky on the slash. So, Mister Mar, who do you have as the four number one seeds? My business. What? No, I'm <laughs> One thing that I, I I see here, like on this NCAA site, um, out of the East, like I got Virginia because that's more than likely what will happen. But um, Michigan to me will, will still be my number one just because like okay. you got to go off of history in in the in the tournament, man. Like it's like every time they're what? not number one, they bro, go out and show about, you why bro? they deserve to be number one. Correlation. You know, bro, come on, bro. No, bro. <laughs> Probably just correlated all of last year. I don't care, bro, because it's it all go off of coaching, bro. Go off of, like the better coach. Like Beeline has them boys tournament ready. Like every time, like you know, they're not the one that go out and, and beat. You know, they beat people and they get to where they should have been. But you know, whatever. But Virginia, Virginia will, be, will come out and be number one. Um, okay, so you say you okay, so you okay, you said Virginia and you said U of M. Um, you can stand ground on that. That's yeah, fine. Because, <laughs> like, they got a chance to move up. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? They, they still. They can. They, you know what I'm saying? They can. Well, they both on the East, Michigan. right? So that's like a, a Virginia slash Michigan type of deal? No, that's just like okay. hypothetically. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, well, then. Because Kentucky can be a two seed and end up well, then, in the South bracket. So look at these. Like, these are like the top. Okay. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Okay. Like Kentucky can go, go from here to. So, like so, here. so then. Like, scratch, so, scratch, so scratching that, I'm not I'm not going to put Virginia in. So I put, I put Michigan. Um, as the number one seed, I put um, UNC as, an, as another number one seed. Okay, all right. Um, I like Gonzaga as the number one seed. Yeah, for, yeah. For my last one. And it's funny because Michigan and North Carolina, didn't they play this year? Yeah, they played this year. So that's interesting. That they could potentially be number one seeds according to you, which is fine. Totally um, fine. I got you in a brain fart. Gaga, <laughs> Michigan, and then Duke. North Carolina, Duke, and Duke, and that's for that's if um, Zion's coming back yeah. and he's gonna play in the tournament. But okay. if not, you know, like and then with that whole case, if he doesn't come back, then I think. Ooh, that so you think two, so you think two teams from the same conference can potentially have a number one seed? I don't see why not. Okay, absolutely. So if I had to choose, um, I think because I think certain games. Uh, down the stretch, play a role and where where people can end up. Right, and that's why I say teams like like that's why I like North Carolina. 
and because they, they still got they still have to play Duke. So if they can get if they can get the full sweep, then they, you know there's no you know there's no favors. I think they can end up being number one seed for sure. Kentucky has to play Tennessee again, and I don't know if Reed Travis will play. You know that's the starting big man for Kentucky, and I believe that if they don't win that game that they're not going to be a favorite to win, to be a number one seed. So I'm questionable with them. However, I do believe a SEC team will go well, and be well, a number one seed. Do you see Tennessee? Maybe yeah, I think one? I think if Tennessee if Tennessee beats Kentucky, they can they, they'll make a case to be the number one seed because they you know they had a stretch where they won what like 15, 16 games in a row, mm-hmm. and you know they 16 and 0 at home. Yeah, and they're you know they're undefeated at home, and they play them and they play them at home. You know Kentucky won the first matchup on the road, but now they have to go to Tennessee and try to beat that ball club, and so. And they may, and they have, Tennessee may have the SEC Player of the Year with uh, Williams too as well. So that one's gonna be my fence. It's Kentucky and uh, Tennessee. That's my slasher, if you will. And then I'm gonna go with Gonzaga because they played well, you know, all year, and they even beat Duke. So I'll put them there. And then that Duke North Carolina. See, I have to have two slashers because I think the winner of Duke North Carolina will be the number one. Will be will have a number one seed. And then ultimately, unfortunately, eh, like Virginia, you know, it. it I, I don't want to have Virginia be a number one seed just to let us, you know, just to let us down in the tournament again. Right. So I'm gonna go with. Michigan State. I'm going to go with Michigan State. But then again, I don't want to go with Michigan State because of injuries. So I may have to decide with U of M to be a number one seed ahead of Michigan State because I don't think I don't think you should put Michigan State as number one seed with all the injuries because, you know, like the results of that can be cannot be in their favor. Right. Yeah, then I was going to say we have to like still take into account the conference tournaments and all that good stuff that's going to come up too. So we might get to see like, you know what I'm saying, three pizza of, you know what I'm saying, some of these games that's coming up down the stretch. Like you might get that's Michigan true. Michigan State, you know what I'm saying, two more times. You yeah, never know. You know that's, what I mean? that's true. So like teams can possibly, you know what I'm saying, play their way in and out. So the top four. So it's going to be tough. It's going, you know what I'm saying, it's coming down to like, you know what I'm saying, how we like it, like to be suspenseful and like. At the buzzer! They're gonna throw somebody in there and we all gonna be like, you know what I'm saying? What? Now they get number one. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's how it's gonna be setting up that way. So like Mar said, he used to go three like the football players. 27 and 1, 18 and 0 at the crib. Yeah, for real, man. You said Houston? Houston. Yeah. The only thing is that 18 and 0 at the crib, like they got 18 games. Crib. It seemed like previous years, it's been more kind of like more clear cut. Like yeah. previous years, like you had like three teams that was, it was guaranteed saying, to be. A lot in one, you know what I'm saying? Only lost, <laughs> right? Only one or two games. games. Yeah. It's like, okay, really? well, they number one for sure. Like, right. okay. You had like Virginia, who was what, like close to undefeated, and then you had like Gonzaga, who was like undefeated. And you know what I'm saying? Like that. So, but like this year is coming down to like one or two lost teams or two or three lost teams. And then you got, you guys mentioned Houston. Bracketology wise, they would be a third seed. So you think that's you think that's a pretty good fit for them being a team that's, yeah. that's not in a Power 5 conference in terms of basketball, but have played extremely well. You guys said they're what? What an O? 18 and O? 18 and O at home. 18 and O at home. And they're 27 and 1. 27 and 1 overall. And well, we can't just dismiss that, but I mean, yeah, they're not Power 5, so 3 would be, be straight. You know? Yeah, it'd be I pretty good. I was looking at their schedule, and they haven't played too many ranked opponents. 
Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Just like in conference, I at first you gotta play one frame. And then you know you got other teams that you know they're creeping around those two to three seeds as well. You got teams. Uh, they LSU. Yeah, they did be LSU. They did be LSU, and LSU is a team I was just gonna mention, and they're projected to be a three seed. And they've also played well in the SEC, beating both Kentucky and Tennessee. So that'll be interesting as well to see them be a potential third seed. And then you got Marquette led by Marcus Howard, uh, Mr. Big Time over there. He's probably going to be that uh, Big East Conference Player of the Year without question with the amount of points he's put up throughout the year. And so, yeah, he's played well. They're three seeds. So a lot of teams that's played well uh, as of late, too, in conference that'll try to get themselves higher up in the bracket. This is the rundown. Don't forget, this is the rundown with the boys, the group, whatever we decide to be that day. Want me to go somewhere and fight for you? You won't even stand up for me right here in America.